0: Well, welcome to another broadcast, uh, or podcast, not broadcast, but podcast. And we're excited to be able to continue sharing with you thoughts from the book of Philippians. We concluded the first chapter, and we noted in our uh, introduction in, in the first chapter that the, uh, that the Apostle Paul was writing to the church in Philippi. He was writing uh, during a time of great adversity in his own life, but he writes to them trying to encourage them that their joy might be full. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. In Philippians 4.4 4 is basically the theme of the book, but how do we maintain our, our joy? How do we keep um, content in our relationship with God and as we go through adversity in life? And Paul points out that some of the adversities in life are brought about through uh, the circumstances that we face and he certainly was going through that and he talked about uh, those things uh, in chapter number one and pointed out that the uh, circumstances that he was going through gave way to, for the furtherance of the gospel, that the gospel could be shared and he refers to that. He talked about how that his fellowship was increased because of his circumstances and he he uh, spoke about the increased fellowship in, uh, in times of some, in times of adversity. He also talked about how the his faith was increased, but not only his, but people who saw him going through the adversities of life, uh, how that their faith also was encouraged. We now come to the second chapter as we continue our our podcast, uh, and we, we're going to continue on the theme of uh, maintaining our joy several years ago well matter of fact I was still in college uh, I uh, I had a good friend of mine who was in in college with me uh, who began to pastor a small church he had graduated from college was waiting to attend seminary and I'll never forget we worked together in secular work and uh, we were at work one day and I asked him I said hey tell me how do, you, how, do you, how do you like being a pastor? And he said something, in, uh, and he was joking, but it got my attention. He said, well, the more I work with people, the better I like dogs. And I laughed, and I said, what in the world does that mean? He said, well, I have a dog. He said, you know, I, I feed and give it water. You know, I can, I can kick it around or mistreat it or whatever, but uh, he said, he'll come up and lick my hand. He said, people, you can do everything in your power to please them, and they'll still bite you. Well, I I don't think that's a good attitude to have if you're going to um, uh, be in the ministry, but I do believe that there is an element of great truth in that if we're not careful, and that is the expectations we place on others and how they treat us Uh, can sometimes uh, rob us of the joy of, of serving the Lord I see this often in churches you know, where people give their lives in serving whatever it might be it can be in a Sunday school class it can be in, the, in janitorial work it can be uh, in, just, um, in, in, in any function and, and they become so disheartened and discouraged because they don't feel that they're appreciated and before long they've lost the joy of serving the Lord I see this happening in the lives of pastors. Um, you know, preachers are just, are, just, are just human beings. And sometimes we place so much expectation upon them. And why didn't you show up to be here? Why weren't you at the hospital then? Why can't you, why, and, and, and on and on it goes. And after a while, the wear and tear of the people um, take the very joy out of serving the Lord, well, Paul begins to talk about that in chapter number two, and the first verse. I after I came to the microphone this uh, today, I, I begin to read. I had other thoughts, but 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 verse number one has just captivated my th- my 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 thoughts. I don't know that I'll get beyond that. Maybe I will, but Paul continues writing. Now he's talking about how we. We, we, we can have fellowship with the Lord and how we can our, our joy is full as we, as, we, as we have fellowship with Him. In verse 2, he, he says to these Philippian believers, he said, "...if there be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy." that you be like-minded, having the same love being of one accord and of one mind. That's the first two verses of, of chapter two. And I, 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 it caught my attention as I was just getting ready to come to the microphone, and I said, what in the world, the consolation uh, of, uh, in Christ, any consolation in Christ. He's asking a, a, a rhetorical question is there any, any consolation in Christ? You no, know, I said. What in the world does that mean? And I didn't go to the Greek and vet the word. I didn't do a word study. I didn't do any of that. I just took it from just a a, a, a simple definition. Consolation has to do with the matter of consoling. Consoling, you know. And the and the question he asked is. Does Jesus console you in your time of adversity? That's in essence what he was asking. And you know, you and I need to learn in our walk with the Lord that our consolation is in Christ. Is there any consolation in Christ? Absolutely. Absolutely. I did read one comment about this in my studies. Charles Spurgeon said, in in regards to the matter of consolation of Christ or consolation in Christ, you know, he said the Holy Spirit is the doctor to our ills and our hurts, but Jesus is the medicine. wow isn't that good? I, I, I think about that when I'm when I, I, I'm so down and I'm so hurt and I'm going through so many problems and I'm facing so many trials and tribulations and and I'm struggling with this inner joy of really a relationship with Jesus Christ, my answer is, is Jesus. Yeah, that's right, Jesus. But my, my first wife died. I, uh, I thought everything was great. Uh, I mean, I was brokenhearted and I was devastated, but I thought I was handling it just great, and all of a sudden... I found myself in the darkest of pits. And uh, some of you, somebody said, well, you were depressed. Well, I don't know if I was depressed or what I was, I just know I was in a dark place. And so I, I, I got in my car and began to drive, um, and drove all of my speaking engagements, stayed in various places. and But basically the whole reason for that was to get away from people. Driving down the road, going into strange restaurants, staying in motels, even if I stayed in a prophet's chamber or a missionary apartment, trying to restrict how much time I spent with people because everybody wanted to tell me how to deal with and how to get over. But you know what I found out? I found that the medicine, the medicine that helped me get over the grief, and I shouldn't say that, that's a bad word, and because I'm still not over it, to get through the grief. You don't ever get over it to get through the grief was Jesus. Riding alone in that car, singing my Jesus, I love thee, I know thou art mine, and for thee, all the follies of sin, I'll resign. Uh, going, Going down, just talking to him, saying, Lord, you know how long I am, and I just need to talk to you. You see, there is consolation in Jesus so how, how do we maintain this joy I mean I know it's supposed to be live, live with joy but all I'm going through, the medicine is Jesus not only that in that in that verse he, he said if any comfort of love now I, I I gotta I gotta tell you that there is great comfort, there's consolation in Christ, but there's comfort in knowing first of all that God loves you, God loves you. But it's also a great thing to know that others love you. You're loved by people. I've been so blessed in my life. I have so many people who, who are so, have been so gracious and kind and loving to me. And I, I thank God for, for many of them are, are you. Who read my devotions on Facebook in the morning listen to my podcast throughout the week come to hear me when I'm preaching and the kind words the loving expressions you know we, we, we need each other yes we need to know God loves us but we also need to know that others love us then he then, then he goes on he makes the ne- next statement he says if any fellowship of the spirit now in order to maintain my outline and consolation to comfort, I call that companionship. It's really fellowship. It's having other people around you to just share your life with and, and uh, share Christ with and talk about spiritual things, but also just have some fun with, live life with, sharing life. And then he goes beyond that and he says one other thing. He says, if any bows. And mer- and vows and mercies, and I I, 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 labeled that statement as compassion. Compassion is is feeling the hurt of someone else. You know, sometimes I'm, when I'm in meetings. I'll have people come up to me and and begin to share with me, and and I know from the very expressions and gestures they make that they feel my hurt. There are others that sometimes that come up and they're as is well-meaning and caring in their own way. But I, but I, they say, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you. I know you're going through a hard time or you've been through a hard time or this or that or the other. And I'm thinking, yeah, you do, but you don't. You know, you really don't. But I know some, some who come, who have compassion. They're, they have bowels of mercy. And they feel my hurt. Uh, that's what. That's one of the things that maintains our our Christian joy. Bear ye one another's burden, Paul said, in another place. And then Paul said, now if you'll do those things, he said, you'll fulfill ye my joy. And that ye would be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. And here Paul's talking about unity of the brethren, people getting along, and uh, learning learn to live together, and that our joy might be full. You know, um, we live in, in, in very, very divisive days, and it seems like everybody's against everybody. And I'm not talking about just the woke crowd and the, and the uh, counterculture. Um, mentality that we face outside the walls of the church, but even in the church, everybody's got their agenda. Everybody's got what they thinks right, and everybody's got what they thinks wrong. And, and you know this the, the, this group is doesn't, won't, doesn't agree with that group. And, and what we see among pastors, we see among uh, denominations, we see uh, everywhere we look. May May I say to you that to live in the fullness of joy. We gotta look for the things we agree on. Now I don't agree with everybody, and I don't expect everybody to agree with me. But you know, if you believe that Jesus was a Christ, that He died on a cross for the sins of mankind, that He was buried, He rose again the third day. If you believe in the inspiration of the Holy Scriptures, you know I, 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 I can have I can have fellowship with you. We can. And I can enjoy being with you and maybe I can help fulfill your joy and you surely can help fulfill my joy. Learning to live together in unity. Wow. So when Paul comes to the second chapter, getting back to the overall meaning and emphasis of the chapter, is that Paul is talking about beware that if you're not careful, people can be the thief of your joy. Can I change, just flip that around just a little bit? Beware, you can be the thief of somebody's joy. Now, our consoling is in the is in is in Christ. Yes, it is. Our our comfort is knowing that God loves us, but it sure does help and, and some other other people love us as well. Yes. We, 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 we can have fellowship with God and fellowship with Jesus, but what a wonderful thing to have fellowship with each other. And yes, Jesus feels our hurt. He knows our sorrows. But it's a good thing when we have others, people that also feel our hurts. Well, I hope you've enjoyed these simple thoughts. I, they weren't what I really planned, but it's what God gave me. And I hope they'll be a blessing to you because there's of sadness in this world. May we live with our joy full. May we live in the fullness of joy. And may that joy be found in the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for listening in today. We'll be back uh, next time. We'll pick up here and move right through the second chapter as the Spirit of God leads us. God bless you now and have a good day.